Well, hello there, you beautiful listener. Thank you for joining us this week. I'm Sean. And this is the Chillin' for Our Lives podcast, episode 77. I'm here with my co-host, Mike. Hope you all are having a damn good, fine, beautiful week. It is yet another Thursday, April 1st. It's April Fool's Day, the worst holiday of the year. Mike, how you, how you doing today on April? Well, today's March 31st, but when you're listening to this, it's April 1st. So how you doing today? Ew, April 1st. Ew. Dude, I'm about to just be a hermit crab tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, the oh, internet, I stream tomorrow. Yeah, you got, oh yeah, you do got to stream tomorrow. People are going to be coming in. All, Courage is going to hit you with the 15,000 person raid, raid, then be like, April fools, and then everyone it's, bails. He's going to be like, yoink. <laughs> yeah, and then go oh, raid no! like ninja, someone who really needs it. Yeah, he's up and coming. So yeah, it would be great. Uh, Props to him. Yeah, the internet is a place to avoid today. I'd say unless you're going to uh, YouTube and or you're listening podcast service of choice to listen to Chilling for Our Lives, mm. like hell yeah, you are right now. So we got a yeah. lot for you today. Nintendo is putting a bullet in Mario for they're doing something with mario yeah uh, we have played one of the greatest co-op games in the yep. history of co-op games called it takes two talk about mm-hmm. that hopefully you guys have seen us play it on uh mike's channel we will hopefully be finishing that game up throughout this week um but we'll see yeah. it's been great so far uh godzilla versus kong drops today we're gonna talk a little bit about that um oop, i got my ordering messed up uh, the Knockout City Open Beta is this weekend. It's some, a game I'm very excited for. And, you know, listener questions, rapid fire questions, this, mm-hmm. that, and the other thing. Who the hell knows where we're going to be going? If you like all that, stick around and listen, check it out, subscribe on all the subscriptions, follow on all the Twitters and the TikToks and the Twitches and everything, man. You know the drill. He's at Electricity mm-hmm. Wave on everything. I'm at Stadium Beats on everything. And I believe that about wraps it up. All right. Have a good night. All right. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> all right so yeah what do you you want to start with uh it takes two i sure do bars Dude, nice. it takes two is fantastic um never played a way out but i always heard great things about it didn't know yeah. exactly what to expect with it takes two but it's just such a great it's like a 3d platformer cartoony well it's like it's like a good mix between like cartoony and realistic graphics i guess you could say yeah uh, um i think because we're like dolls that makes it cartoony like inherently but yeah it's, so every every challenge every puzzle every section every everything like it's all built around taking two people to complete and working together and communicating and it's so much fun i love the story the characters everything's like wacky mm-hmm. and fun and like you're creative as fuck it's creative as fuck like the puzzles yeah. are creative the levels are creative the characters are Mm-hmm. um like the solutions to everything it's so yeah. there's so like a lot of it is pretty straightforward but then when you got to use your brain you always like feel smart when you figure yeah. out something or like the right way to go or you gotta like you gotta get sucked up by the vacuum on this side while like mm-hmm. right when you go through i gotta aim it up to make sure you get launched across the big gap like there's mm-hmm. just so many so many cool things it's a lot of fun man yeah like when that game got announced, I remember we were watching the uh, announcement trailer for it, mm-hmm. and it looked just like when they showed the game, they showed all the different environments of it. So you were like, "Damn, you really go through it on this game! Like you're in, you're not just in one area trying to solve, like say, in a house or in a forest or whatever. Like you're actually going in like." 
just a vast amount of different like areas and and worlds and and realms and stuff and then we started playing it and it like was way more than i even expect it was even more than the trailer mm-hmm. which is cool because a lot of the times with trailers you don't want to watch too much of them because you might just see everything and already expect it but but this game and like the part that we're at now i mean i'm not going to spoil anything but it's just like mind-blowing the fact that we're at where we're at right now and the way that like you said the characters the chemistry is really good they all like are very memorable and um be honest like i'm so excited to play it every night that we like start it it's not Mm -hmm. like we just complete it to complete it and it's like kind of fun it's like probably the best game i'm playing right now and that says a lot because i've been playing apex you know for so long Mm -hmm. um but it takes two is in my eyes the best game i've played this year so far um and i know we got a lot coming up in june but man it's been so we've had so many moments where we're just laughing because it's like holy shit how did that happen yeah it's so it's full of so many things like that like oh man Mm -hmm. they did they did this or they threw they added this thing or they have this cool little easter egg or Mm -hmm. uh like there's one like there's a whole level where you team this is like kind of spoilery i guess it's not about how it happens it's just like you know the setup of this one little level it's like you're teaming up with the squirrels to go and fight the wasps and you're going through this giant tree and they have like these squirrels have built this whole underground like or not underground in this tree this like city basically mm-hmm. and you're going through on mine carts and flying around everywhere on these on this flying machine and it's so like just grand and creative even mm-hmm. though you're these small little dolls it makes every it's kind of it's like a honey we shrunk the kids vibe of it is like you're so small so even though you're just going through this tree it seems like you're going through this huge vast thing and it's it's really really cool and creative and fun the controls feel really tight um, yeah it's it's very very well made i love this game yeah it was well thought out it looks like this this game was worked on for just like 10 years <laughs> yeah like just a masterpiece of a game and what's funny is when you're talking about how like the squirrels and wasp and all that stuff it, this game would be impossible to explain to somebody because it makes no sense from the outside, but when you get into it, you like understand. Oh shit, dude, we gotta like we gotta fight the wasps or mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah. it, it was funny. Yeah, and then in each sec- each each section, you have like like you'll have a weapon, and I'll have a weapon that work together yeah. somehow. Like the first level, you had a nail gun, and I had a, the head of a hammer. So mm-hmm. you have to like maybe shoot hammer shoot nails along the wall so then I can jump and grab them with my hammer and kind of like it allows me to lunge over and then cross this big gap. Um, and like I said, we haven't even completed the game yet. So there's probably still so many cool things that we don't even know about. Um, but I like how adding a different item in each section allows so many different platforming styles, action, um, action styles, like each level, it feels so much different than the next. Mm -hmm. So I haven't even, we, we, we haven't played it a ton, maybe like three hours or so. Does that sound about right? Three or four hours? Maybe four, yeah, three, four, four. Yeah, and it doesn't, it hasn't, not a single second has it felt stale. Like, no, not like, at all. Yeah, like, oh, we need to just, come on, let me get through this part, or, oh, we got to do mm-hmm. this again, or anything, none of that. It's it's felt so fun the whole time. And you can, you can replay the game as the other character and feel like a totally new game, so. Yeah. Because, like, like you said, like, the gadgets are, you always get a, like, I get a tool, and then what uh, Sean gets is a totally different tool, and it changes the way you play and the way like 
one side of the map, um, he'll have to do something specific to what gadgets he has, mm-hmm. and we work together collaboratively. And like I said, like it feels so different the way you play because one time someone might be like the person that's like the run and gunner where they have to go and hit the switch or whatever, and then the other person's like the support where they have to like help them from a distance. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's dope. Yeah, a ton, a ton of fun. Definitely me, recommend. Yeah, <laughs> highly recommend. You got to play it though. I like the only downfall that I've seen people ask for online is like, well, can I play this game by myself? It's like, no, you can't yeah. like, that's the mm-hmm. one, but like I, they designed the entire game around it. So it's not really a downfall. It's just like the, fact of the matter. Yeah. The fact of the matter is you have to have somebody to play with you. Um, the nice but, thing is, Oh, sorry. To yeah, cut no, you, you, no you, you go ahead. Is that, you're oh. probably going to say what I was going to say. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah. The nice thing is that if you have a friend, you guys can split it like 20, 20 cause the game's $40 or one person can buy it for 40. And then you can download the Game Pass, which is free, just like how A Way Out does it. And then you guys can play together. So only one person has to buy it. Yep. So that's, so yeah, that's good. You don't have to spend 40 bucks a piece. Um, Highly recommend. I'm sure you like between like discords or Reddit or whatever, I'm sure there's people looking for other people to play with. um, If you like don't have a other friend that's interested. Um, But highly, highly recommend. Super fun. And I, like I can't imagine it slowing down. Like I bet it'll only get better as the game progresses. And so this guy, I can't remember his name, but like the main producer guy, he's become like the face of his development studio. Like he did the like the big. He's famous for like the big fuck the Oscar speech at the game awards, and he's always he's like really outgoing and has a big personality. So mm-hmm. he always works on these kinds of games. And just after this game, I for sure want to go back and play a way out, and I'm always gonna look forward yeah. to like his next game. Yeah like anything Dude. that he announces i'm like okay like i'm on board yeah and the, another thing i noticed when we played the game was the way that the game like the cinematics of it like the it's like a cameraman is there and he's sitting on one of those like robot swivel things and he's like zooming in like mm-hmm. the, the the camera shots are so cinematic and yeah. well like thought out and the audio portion of it is really like the music is done really well and yeah, just like it's like those little things that you notice and it makes you appreciate the game even more. Like the same thing that happened when I played The Last of Us 2, just like how cinematic it felt, kind of like a movie. That's how this game does it. And it's awesome. Yeah. So I'm glad this is one. This is an instance where I'm glad that a huge publisher like EA picked it up because yeah. I'm sure this guy had this vision for this game. And because someone like EA picked it up, the, he was now able like, yeah, let's get these great I don't know if like camera, like digital camera operators. Cause obviously there's not an actual person and they're running around with the camera, but like director. <laughs> yeah. Like a director that knows how to make, can't like do that. Like super. If they hired like a big orchestra to actually like make the music with real instruments, he probably wouldn't be able to afford that if he just had his own little indie studio. Yeah. Um, so it's glad that he was able to get like a good big triple a budget for this, or at least, you know, a good big budget for this kind of game. Um, and they used it all to their fullest extent because that whole like mm-hmm. there isn't like one weak spot like oh maybe if the music was better or if the graphics were better or if the gameplay felt tighter or whatever there's like no weakness that i can think of yeah yeah it just gets me excited for the next thing that like the next project because all of the income and revenue he's made probably from this game especially with all the reviews coming back and you know, us talking about it, having a good experience. I'm sure a lot of other people are having a great experience. And I feel like it's going to be a game that like, you know, I saw CDN playing it uh, the other like last night or something. So mm-hmm. I just know a bunch of creators are going to find out about this and just start playing it. Um, yeah, because it's already getting hot. So mm-hmm. 
might take over. Yeah, I'm surprised that I haven't seen it as much as I thought I would because mm-hmm. like obviously it's not like cyberpunk or anything where literally every everyone played it. But yeah. it's it's definitely not under the radar. It doesn't feel like, you know, it's got a big like all the big all the big um websites reviewed it and people are talking about it. It's EA. Um they showed trailers and it had a good like marketing campaign and everything, I would say. So yeah. I thought mm-hmm. I would have seen it more on at least in the Twitch space than what I have seen it, but yeah, maybe, it, and, you know, it just takes some time. Mm-hmm. But either way, I know that it's selling well and um, getting nothing but praise. So, yeah, good for, it's good for them. Yeah, good for them. Great yeah, game. yeah, fantastic game. Uh, someone that's not doing so great is Mario. Mm. Mario is rest doing great, peace. actually. But, yeah, rest in peace, man, Mario. That <laughs> that one... Uh, that smash the Sephiroth Smash Bros trailer where he mm-hmm. they made us think that Mario got fucking stabbed in the neck and dead. Oh yeah, yeah that that was that was a red herring for what's about to happen March thirty first. Way back at that la- at that one Nintendo Direct where they kept announcing all these things and then they're like we got to buy it now because March thirty first it's going away. Everyone's like, why? You know, like imagine if EA is or not is whatever company is like yo you. So Microsoft is like, you got to buy Halo Infinite before April 30th, because after that, you can never buy it again. It's like, well, that doesn't make sense. And Yeah, yeah I don't know. And Nintendo's doing it. They said, they're basically saying it, they're doing it because it's for the Mario's 35th anniversary, and they want these things to feel special and, like, to commemorate the, like, the event and make it like, I bought this. It's, a, it's celebrating its 35th anniversary. I was there. And I've got it, and then that's it. But I don't know. Just in in the world of digital games and digital spaces where you don't, it's like they have to print out a bunch of discs or anything. Yeah. Right. It seems so weird. It's like an artificial, uh, artificial NFTs. demand kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Dude, do you know? Do you know what an NFT is? Not barely. Because I don't. <clears throat> it's yeah. I don't. I don't really even want to get into it because I don't want like, like talking about stuff I don't know about. Yeah. Same. <laughs> so I, I, feel, I just know that it stands for non-fungible token that's it. yeah i feel like i do know what an nft is but it makes so little sense to me that i also feel like there's no way i can know what it means because yeah I'm, I'm i'm actually pretty sure i know what it is but then people go and buy it for like a million buy one for like a million dollars and then i'm like i clearly don't get it but i'm pretty sure i get it yeah there's there's people that call it like amazing and it's the next thing. And then there's people that say it's a scam. So like, I don't even know what to believe anymore. Yeah. With my little, what I presume to be very <laughs> little knowledge on the subject, I think it's gotta be a total scam, right? Like, I you, like I mean, you own this picture of the first tweet ever, even though everyone on the planet can go and look at it. And it, it just, it makes no sense. I guess it's a way to brag about having a special link to something, but yeah, I don't know. And that's a scam <laughs> and a half if I've ever heard one. But I if don't, someone I don't wants know. to explain it in the comments, you guys can. Yeah, I someone please it. let me know what an NFT is and convince me that they're worth anything because I don't mm-hmm. think so. But if they are worth something, you damn sure I'm going to be selling my first album as an NFT for $800 million. You better believe mm-hmm. it. Hell same. yeah. Yeah, you could say you were there. You own this same album that everyone else does, mm-hmm. but you paid $850 million times more than they did. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's a brag. It's a flex so, and a half. So anyway, Mario is dying. Uh, so does does this make you think like because this is it so are you have you been kind of sweating like oh shit I gotta go buy it I gotta go buy the three Super Mario 3D All-Stars because it's going away tomorrow or do you could you not care less or somewhere part of me is part of me is kind of both because I wanted to get those games 
and the marketing strategy that they're using because obviously everything's about money when it comes to Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of working because it's like I might look in the store at least and think about it, but yeah, probably not. I don't know. They have reported Super Mario 3 All-Star sales spiked 276% this week. <laughs> so that's like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but okay. So it, it spikes 276% this week, but then it's right. going to, you know, just be zero plummet to zero. Yeah. So what if it was 50% this week and then 40% next week and then 40% again the week after, like eventually they're going to make that money. So I, I don't know. Maybe the, you know, Nintendo tries like a whole bunch of cool things, a whole bunch of random things, a whole bunch of dumb things, this, that, and the mm-hmm. other thing. So I guess this is just another thing. You can still play all... Well, I mean, you you can play these games, I guess, but th- I think this is the only way to play them on Switch. So like, if you want to play Super Mario Galaxy on Switch, can you not do that now? I don't I don't remember if they still... I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, the, I guess the biggest like concern i have or question is like what's next like are they gonna i saw people commenting about them focusing on luigi or like are they gonna just be done with mario games are they just done with making those ones like what's next yeah this odyssey came out in 2018 i believe Mm -hmm. uh let let me look really quick super mario odyssey's release date is october 27th 2017 so it's been that it's been three and a half years. So we're kind of due because I don't really count the last Mario platformer that came out because it was just a remake mm-hmm. of the Wii U game with uh, the Bowser's Fury added, added to it. Um, mm-hmm. So great game, but you know it's like been there, done that kind of thing. They need to they need to quit with that bullshit. So <laughs> counting that as a game, like yeah, dude, we get gypped out of so many games. Like if I had a, a a new Mario Kart in I don't even know how long. Yes, yeah, Super Mario, Super Mario Eight or Mario Kart Eight is old as fuck now, um, and the Switch is like their most uh, profitable system ever. So they imagine if they had a new Mario Kart with it. Dude. I mean, they know what they're doing. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get a we'll get a Mario Kart Nine someday. Maybe maybe it'll be the big system seller on the next console. In they're a gonna make years. they're gonna make Mario Kart Deluxe Two for the Switch Two. <laughs> it's fucking bastards. Yeah. Switch the Switch Deluxe 2.0 with Mario Kart 8 2.0 Deluxe, mm-hmm. yeah, featuring Bowser's Fury. <laughs> <laughs> we get real. we get one new track and it's Bowser's Fury. Dude, I wouldn't buy it. No, I probably would because <laughs> everyone would have it. Yeah, but that, I wouldn't that's, want. That's to. how they would get you. They'd make it so Mario Kart 8 Deluxe wouldn't be able to play with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe 2.0 people. Yep. He's like, you have to go to the next one. And, and you know, it'd be $60 for the rest of eternity. Yeah, dude. If it's, if it doesn't say Mario Kart nine on the cover, I ain't getting it. Yeah. Make us take a stand right now. If it's not yep. Mario Kart nine, count me out. Yeah. I'm not getting it. All right. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. It, it, it's gotta be. Well, wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. What if they call it something else though? What if it is Mario Kart nine? If but it they, ain't like, call Mario it Kart- because <laughs> like Mario Kart Double Dash wasn't Mario Kart Three, yeah. but it was. No, yeah. If it if it's anything but Mario Kart Eight, just remade again. What if it's Mario mm-hmm. Kart Eight remastered? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's not deluxe. It's the they remaster the original one, oh, so it doesn't have the God. deluxe content. Like Link isn't in it and all that stuff. Oh man, oh. that'd be funny. <laughs> I might not buy the next Switch console or Nintendo console. If they did that? Or just in general? I mean, in general. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I wasn't, I wasn't going to buy the switch until <laughs> I was driving home from school and I saw that it was available to pre-order and then I pre-ordered down a whim like an idiot. But yeah, like on the switch, I have six games on PC. I have 600. <laughs> yeah. So, but do any of those games have Zelda in it? I don't even play Zelda, but yeah, I know what that, you mean. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, man. They, they know Nintendo knows what they've got. They like, <clears throat> they've, they've got their big Nintendo games and then, for people that don't play on PC, you can have all the other little like indie games and a few third-party games here and there. Is Madden even on Switch? I don't even think Madden's on Switch. I'm not sure. If you can't play Madden on a system, it might be. I don't know. It looked like Mad. It looked like Madden 2002 with Dante Culpepper, though. The graphics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I saw um this game. I saw a Switch trailer today for this uh, fighting game called Fighting Ex Layer, and uh, it just doesn't. It just looks so bad. Really? Yeah, like the game, the uh, Fighting X Layer on PC looks fine, but like I'm watching the the new one. It's like there's like a new updated version, kind of like it's like Fighting X Layer Deluxe Bowser's Fury, kinda, and mm-hmm. it's so it's like it's not the second one, but it's an updated one. But it just looks like it's it just looks so bad in comparison. Mm. So the game itself looks fine, but graphically, I don't know. Yeah, it's. I don't know. Do you think Switch will ever come up? Nintendo will ever come out with like a PC version, like how the new PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X are? What do you mean, like? Like, do you think they'll ever have like a tower for a system? Oh, uh, no. <clears throat> I, I'd be. Re- I don't think we will ever say the phrase "Nintendo has the most powerful console this generation." <laughs> yeah, that we'll, we'll sure. never. We'll never say that. <laughs> yeah, but but that's okay because I already have a big, powerful gaming system. And mm-hmm. when I get a PS5, I'll have two. So, <clears throat> like, how great... Because, uh, like, I, I'm in the same boat as you. I have, like, six or seven uh, Switch games. And they're all Nintendo mm-hmm. games. And they all look fantastic, you know? Like, I can't imagine Mario... Well, I guess at the time it would have been a PS4 game. But, like, if Mario Odyssey was on PS4, would it really look that much better? Probably not. Well, you like the Smash uh, trailer... Those graphics on PC, like imagine playing a Mario game and he looks like that. That's true. That would be insane. He does look pretty good. Dude, that would be hype as fuck. And if Pokemon looked like that, oh, oh my god. god. Oh my god. Yeah, and I haven't even I haven't played a PS5 <laughs> yet. So like Ratchet and Clank, that's probably gonna step that's probably gonna change my mind. Like if I when I play Ratchet and Clank, um yeah. what's the new Ratchet called? Something uh, Rift. Uh Rift Apart, yeah. Yeah. Like if I played Rift Apart, I, it, like if I played Rift Apart and then directly after played um, like maybe Donkey Kong on Switch, I'd probably then see like, okay, like Donkey Kong doesn't look nearly as good as Ratchet does. Yeah. Because that game. That, that game looks, that, that looks like another masterpiece of a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be really, I mean, not that it's almost impossible to find a PS5 these days anyway, but it's going to be hard to yeah. not at least try once Ratchet comes out. I love <laughs> Ratchet games. Every single one is good. I know that's one game. I played a little bit of them, but I never really got to truly enjoy them. Yeah. Um, two, two. Uh, so going commando, uh, up your arsenal, the remake, the 2016 remake, and um, two of the PS3 games. So what? I just listed like five games, I think. Maybe mm-hmm. like five out of eight Ratchet games are like five of my favorite games of all time, and then the other yeah. three or four are just like really good. Yeah um they're they're kind of samey like i would never tell someone okay before rift apart comes out you got to go play them all first 
Cause then after like three or four, you're going to be like, dude, fuck this series. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want to go through that again. They're all pretty similar, but they're so good. And if you play them when they come out, they're spaced out enough to where it's still just, just as fun the last time. Cause you're not really sick of it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, they do one thing and they do it really, really well. And they mix it up just enough. Like with this one, you got the whole new portals and everything going from dude. dimension to dimension. It looks yeah. crazy. Yeah. And they have one of my favorite yeah. villains of all time, Dr. Nefarious, who's genuinely funny. Like, it's rare that a video mm-hmm. game will actually make me mm-hmm. laugh out loud, but Nefarious comes with the jokes. That's awesome. He's great. I love a funny villain. Yeah, he's so cool. Like, he'll be he'll be in the middle of this huge rant screaming at somebody, and then he, like, malfunctions, and a soap opera starts playing out of his speakers instead. <laughs> and, That's awesome. Yeah, it's so random, but it's it's so well done, and he has a great voice for it. It's good. Mm-hmm. Go play Ratchet and Clank. You think you'd ever do voice acting or get into it? Uh, it would be fun. Like I could see myself yeah. giving it a try, but I don't think I'd nail the. I, I would do voiceover stuff more than voice acting. I think. Yeah, that's true. Because I think I have a decent enough voice for like maybe commercials or radio or something like that or podcasts. But mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not. I don't think I'm good enough with emotion or like going up and down or whatever with my voice to like make it actually compelling in an acting sense. True. But, but it'd that be would fun. Be sick. Mm-hmm. dude yeah one of these days we gotta have a c4ol anime yeah dude that would be so 100%. cool would you do yeah, voice 100%. acting um i mean if it was for something like a personal project yes yeah you wouldn't want to like be a character in a game or something i mean it'd be great i just don't know if i have the vocal capacity after my whole injury thing oh yeah that's true like voice they they talk for hour it'd be like an eight hour a day yeah, you couldn't you couldn't beat I the new Goku screaming all that all, everything, ah, dude. I do one. I have one. I'm one Kameha, Kame Kameha away from losing my voice for eternity. Damn, that's yep. scary. Yeah, it'd be so dramatic though. Like go, little Gohan would be in trouble, and then you got to just bust out one final Kamehameha <laughs> yeah. and save his life from whoever Jiren or whoever the big new villain is. And then they're yeah at the end of the movie they're like why is he crying after that and it's like me in the studio because I just yeah. lost my voice yeah that'd be funny <laughs> why is Goku crying mm. has Goku um, ever cried yeah. I don't think so <laughs> I don't know what if we saw Kratos cry that would did he Damn. get close to crying at one point last game uh in the last game I don't think so I think the closest think- he's gotten to big spoiler alert for the very first God of War game that came out like twenty years ago. When, um, in a flashback scene that happens at the beginning of the game, but, oh, I know what you're talking about. oh yeah. When, when Kratos's wife and child dies, <clears throat> I, mm. he, that's definitely the closest, but I don't know if we actually saw tears. And the, the part in, uh, kind of another spoiler, I, I won't really explain it, but in four, the last one, when he's like hearing his wife's voice. Oh Yeah. And like, yeah. And then you see like the most epic part of the game. Yeah. Oh no, that was, uh, that was, um, Athena. That's Athena's oh. voice. Yeah. But he's, he's really close to Athena too. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, speaking of God of War, I got the, I got the new God of War comic book today. I and, saw that. That shit looks yeah. dope. Yeah. I should have had it with me. It's over there on my bookshelf that you can't see off camera, but, uh, it was good. It was pretty bare. I think it's very much like set the tone. Like it could have almost been issue 0.5 instead of issue one i think uh um it really just set the tone of like where we are it takes place very shortly after god of war 3 and um it's just very somber i won't like spoil anything 
Um, nothing really what even does happens. Somber mean it. for it's like it's like very very like dreary, like sad, like hopeless. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know where to go, what to do. All feels lost. Um, mm-hmm. He wants to. He he's trying to get rid of the blades of chaos, and they just keep following <laughs> him. He's going from place to place. Nobody wants him there. Everyone's scared of him because he's the god of war, and everyone's heard yeah. the stories. So it's just very like sad, and nothing exactly happens. There's like a little. The last panel sets up a little bit something that lets you know this things are gonna happen. But <clears throat> for this first one, it's very much like set up. There's no action, anything like that. Um, um, how long was it? Uh, maybe like twenty pages. It took it took me like less than ten minutes to read. Oh okay, yeah, but That's it was it. good. The art is cool. Um, when it, on like the close up shots of him, and like when when something is close up and there's more detail, it looks really good. If something's kind of farther away and there's like less detail, um, it doesn't look nearly as good. Um, I've seen like w- way more beautiful comics than this one, but it's passable. I like it. Um, and I'm you know ex- excited to see where they go. I'll be picking them up as they go along. Is that? Do you think that? I mean, this is kind of an obvious question, but do you think that that makes you uh, grow into the series and be way more emotionally invested when you play the games? Probably, depending on how good they are. Because you already kind of get the feeling... We didn't learn anything new about Kratos with this yet. I'm sure we will throughout the series, but... Um, yeah, anything like that that is canon, you know, that goes along with the story, anything extra always does help with the... Like, when Mm -hmm. I bought the Gears of War novels back in the day just yeah. knowing knowing all the extra layers to each character it does make me more invested in the games i think yeah uh how often do they come out with the uh, issues i don't know comics usually go once a month um but i haven't looked <clears throat> at the release oh, wow. yeah I, I haven't gone with the release timings of this one but through my years of comic collecting all, more time like nine times out of ten it's a once a month thing it's so cool how they like make comics and like the art that's done for it and all the thought like i it's mm-hmm super i'm super thankful for stuff like even though i'm not, I'm not like into them but like just uh, from what i've seen it's just a really cool thing to have if you're a big fan of a game mm-hmm. to get invested in something like that because it just shows like the appreciation of like the lore of the game and the characters and just what they go through yeah and like the next game for example it probably you know it's not like you have to read the comics to understand <clears throat> what happens in the next game it's never going to be like that but there could be a little nod here and there or like mm-hmm. what you said like just getting more invested in the character and you know like what kratos might be thinking at a time or you know like, oh he went through this so that makes this more emotionally impactful um i don't know i, I like getting i like really getting into the things that i really like so mm-hmm. god of war is one of my favorite series ever so having this cool comic is just more ways for me to be with Kratos and go through his trials and tribulations and his completely complete despair of a life that he leads. <laughs> right. But it's good. Oh, I'm so pumped, man. Yeah. Every time we talked about Kratos or God of War, I'm just like, dude, I want to just like sink into the into the game. Yeah. When he, it comes out. He's such a badass. Mm-hmm. And the games yes. are so good. He has the perfect look. Like his white yeah. ashy skin and the red paint over him, and he's ripped as fuck in his beard, and he's bald in his voice. Yeah, his goatee, or it's like a beard now, but yeah, he's like the he he's like a perfect character, kind of. Yeah, his act, like it, dude. The, I wonder if they're gonna introduce a new weapon for the new game. That'd be yeah, cool. That would be cool because the two, like 
you know, throughout the, well, they, they probably could because the old God of War games have a, have a few, like there's, uh, like one, two, and three have like four weapons that you can cycle through and use whenever you want. So they actually kind of took a step back in the new one. Um, so it's very possible that they could add more weapons. Um, and Kratos is just so he's like, he's super fucking OP, but it never feels like dumb somehow. Yeah. Like he literally rips God's heads he fights- off with his bare hands <laughs> and he can fight yeah. a Titan the size of three skyscrapers and actually win. And, but it doesn't feel like that's bullshit. It just feels that's like, why, cause he doesn't ever fight someone his size. Usually like <laughs> yeah. he fights somebody that's the size of a fucking city. Yeah. And if they are his size, they're supposed to be immortal and he still kills them somehow. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, the serpent in the newest one, that thing was fu- when that thing screamed at you, like the sound that went and just the chills. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I want mm-hmm. I should look up and see how they recorded the sound for that serpent. Yeah, I would love to see like the effects chain on his vocals. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. and it was so loud, like it, yeah, it I always felt like I had to turn my TV down during that, but it it felt warranted. Like hell yeah, mm-hmm. that thing is gonna be loud as fuck. Look at it. It's vocal cord mm-hmm. is this one vocal cord is the size of the Empire State Building. It better be loud. For real. For real. Speaking of real, um, ac- yeah, I was gonna move on. So speaking of the Empire yeah, State yeah. Building, wink, wink. Godzilla versus Kong is another dude. Mm. This is just hype episode, man. So many, mm-hmm. so many things are happening. Yesterday in the Discord, we were talking about Godzilla and Kong being uh, like Godzilla. I feel like is way bigger than King Kong, right? And I was thinking, well, suppose, well, like in the past, but I was thinking, yeah, uh, because Kong had King Kong, like his thing is that he like go, what, what's, uh, fuck, what do they say when you like, when you climb up a tree or a building, um, not, I want to say scours the building, but I don't think, I don't think that's right. But anyway, Godzilla has to like climb up the empire state building so he can get to the top and like hang off of it or whatever King Kong does. And Godzilla is taller than the empire state building. So scale is the word i was trying to think of he scales the building so if king Mm -hmm. kong has to scale something that godzilla is bigger than then obviously there's a huge fucking size difference and it would be unfair but i understand in this one it looks like kong is about the same size but that's what yeah they they changed the size of king kong because it went to been a fair fight like they talked about it yeah i watched a video about it so in the latest king kong or maybe even before they like scaled them up Mm-hmm. And then now, you know, it's going to be a more even fight because when you watch the trailer, when they're like in the middle of the city and they go to like punch each other or like King Kong goes to grab Godzilla, they're literally the same size. Yeah. Yeah. And Skull, so. in Skull Island, he's huge. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, maybe a few of you uh, have seen this movie by the time you're even listening to this. So I hope it was good. Mm-hmm. I hope you liked it. I hope we like it. We're going to be watching it in Discord tonight. Um, yep. so maybe next week if we want we can talk about it in more detail but it looks yeah. it looks exciting man i've never been a big monster movie person <laughs> like i've never been hype about like godzilla movies or king kong or any like any of those kind of movies i never really got into it i don't know i just didn't get it for some reason or i just <laughs> sorry they just kind of passed me by but mm-hmm. watching the three movies that leads up to, into this one like i really liked all of them they were great yeah really good movies i enjoyed them too yeah, because my dumbass as a kid was like, why, if this movie's Godzilla, why is, like, Mothra in it and all these other things? Like, why isn't it about Godzilla? It's like, well, they have to give Godzilla people to fight. He's not just going right. to fight, like, the army all the time. He's the size of 8 billion of those people. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I was just dumb as a kid. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not any smarter now, but I at least finally saw it and I get it now. It was fun. They're good movies. And this one, I, I'm trying, like, I haven't even seen the trailers. I haven't seen anyone say it. The, I've seen few, a few things here or there. People usually, or people are saying, like, it's just two giant-ass monsters fighting each other. I'm down. Yeah, that's the whole point of the movie. Like, I don't give a fuck about the story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I just want to see some epic battle. If we don't get a two-hour fight scene, then I'm out. Do I know. I'm fucking hyped for it, man. It's only yeah. four hours away, so. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, but yeah, th- it's crazy to think like the reason it's so like hyped up and epic is because one, they're like the most famous, like, you know, some of the most famous, like big monsters in like the movie industry. Yeah. And the movies have been made like they're like some of the most classic movies ever made. And the fact that they're finally going head to head is just like, you know, what we've been waiting for for so long, just years. Yeah. And they look, obviously they look as like realer than ever so good you know like if you watch the original king kong or whatever it's like even at the time i doubt people were like whoa that looks so Mm. real you know like even in the 1940s people were like okay that looks kind of it's a good movie but it doesn't look good but now they at least look legit and the budget and the Mm -hmm. cgi of being able they literally destroy las vegas in uh king of the monsters or not king of the monsters the first one sorry it's crazy that they have to rebuild the city after the movie. Yeah, <laughs> and then they come back. At, dude, I'd be like, fuck this. This city's gone. Mm-hmm. We can't rebuild this. <clears throat> I want to watch the f- behind the scenes of like just what they have to look at while they're filming it. Yeah. Or like, you know what I mean? Because usually they have like a head of like a CGI character and move them around, but mm-hmm. maybe all of this is done in, in like on computer. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder mm-hmm. how much of... Like, is there actually a camera crew in a city filming stuff, or is it really just like a CGI'd city? Ah, that's I don't know. And then they dude, just, I'm about to be hyped, dude. And then they just film like <laughs> like crowd shots or whatever when there's actually humans in there running around. Maybe dude, I would love to be an extra in that movie. Just have Godzilla's yeah. <laughs> or King Kong land. Yeah, that'd be fun. Land on me. Yeah, because even then they can like even with those. Like, for example, uh, Guitar Hero Live, they have, you know, the the story mode is like the, a real, you're on a real stage and there's real people in the crowd and it's like a full stadium. But I watched a behind the scenes video and they really, they might have like 50 people actually there and then they fill out the rest of the stadium uh, on the computer. So mm-hmm. I wonder if they kind of do something like that in the city. I don't know. Movies are fascinating. Yeah. They really are. The fact that they're even made is, is like a, just like a video game it's like a miracle yeah like it ha- it takes the most like you have to get all of these people you first you have to write the script and you have to sell like the script like the idea of it then you have to get people to invest in the money to have enough money to make it and like i don't it's it's crazy to think that you know you write a script about a movie how the fuck do you know how much it's going to cost for two monsters to fight in a city? Yeah, man, he's just writing. He's like, all right, you guys, I want Godzilla to destroy all of Boston. And they're like, okay, hold on. That's going to yeah. that's gonna cost you a few dollars. So, Yeah, like I, I want to look up the budget for that movie real quick because that's got to be at least a couple hundred million. Yeah. Um, what is because they because I know CGI artists are not cheap. That's usually where most of the money goes. Uh, CGI and marketing. <clears throat> so uh, I'm actually really interested in this number too. <clears throat> it says um, he had been tapped to direct fourth direct the fourth film in the MonsterVerse series, Godzilla versus Kong, with this 160 million plus budget to match. 
Jeez. God damn, dude. Yeah. $165 million to produce, approximately. Oh, my God. That's crazy. And then that's with actors and stuff. You know, these, you know, Millie Bobby Brown is charging some a pretty penny to get her on screen. She's a she's a yeah. superstar these days. I'd like to see the spreadsheet for that. Like to see what each thing costs. Yeah, like CGI gets this much, actors get this much, extras, <laughs> all that stuff. It's so crazy. And you know they're gonna make their money back in more. Like this game, th- even if this movie had bad reviews, a shit ton of people are gonna see it. So Yeah. Yeah, and then because obviously so warner i don't know how that works too where <clears throat> warner must own it because it's on hbo max as well so obviously we're not paying to see that like we're paying to see the movie because we're paying for hbo max but we're not paying for this movie specifically so then mm-hmm. how much of a cut do they get from hbo max versus because obviously you, way less people are going to see it in the theaters because of the pandemic um man i don't know business is hard <laughs> yeah dude and That's I they can't really say the amount of planning execution responsibility like acting all of like the people that are behind the scenes and just like getting everyone in the covid happening mm-hmm. all the precautions mm-hmm. like it's almost impossible to make a movie like this happen yeah yeah because well, you would think yeah. that they they filmed a lot of it during the pandemic you would think right probably yeah i guess i don't know with a movie like this they probably start at like at least a year or two in advance. Yeah. So they probably had a lot of the major scenes filmed before COVID. Yeah. And then CGI probably takes, you know, a vast majority of the time. Post-production. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to appreciate it and be fucking hyped. I got to get a good some good snacks for tonight. Yeah, same. The whole time I was watching the first one, I almost, I almost ruined it for myself because the entire time <laughs> I was watching it, all I could say in my head was, can you imagine this actually happening? because <laughs> there's yeah there's some scenes where like you know someone's like standing on the road and then they look over and fucking godzilla is right there can you just imagine <laughs> what you would be thinking at a time like this because it's not like they grew up where this is all like new this is the first time or they didn't grow up where these are you know it's just godzilla shows up every few days like this is the first time he's popping out in this like human life cycle so everyone's like what the fuck I used to be like I I freak, I freak out when there's a spider in my window, and now Godzilla's running around the <laughs> yeah. city. Yeah, I would probably be so mind blown, and it'd be like one of the. It's like seeing an alien, pretty much. Yeah, you would probably just be fucking scared, but have so much adrenaline. I'd run, and then after I got to a safe spot, I would be just be like, "We're fucked." Like, why? I don't even know. Like. What plan is there to survive? Like, I guess I just hide until the army takes care of it. Or if we have King Kong too, I'd be rooting for him. But yeah. Get the fuck out of there, probably. Yeah. And then the two things that he fights, I forgot what they call them, but in the first <laughs> Godzilla movie where the two things that are attacking everything and they're trying to mate and have babies and stuff. And that's why Godzilla mm-hmm. shows up in the first place. Like knowing that things that big that can fly or one of them could fly yeah. is like those things are running around now like dude yeah. what is like earth is earth is gone like it's theirs now but yeah it's horrifying yeah then godzilla yeah but the, at least then it turns out that godzilla is actually like <clears throat> protecting everything and so, so he can then go back into his water hole and he's actually humanity's savior and getting rid of these things and then peacing out I'd, I'd hit up elon musk and i'd probably go to mars yeah oh yeah dude the mission to mars would that would get on fast tracked if Godzilla showed up. 
I'd invest in that and Dogecoin. <laughs> Dude, I own seven I own seventy of those things. I'm, I'm <laughs> Dogecoin? I'm, yeah, I own seventy Dogecoins. So I'm on my way to the moon. You better believe it. Damn, dude. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I'm rich over here. You're not talking about <laughs> NFT. I got 70 Dogecoin. You should put that in your bio. <laughs> <laughs> proud, proud owner of 70 Dogecoins. Dogecoin trillionaire. Ooh. That'd be funny. That's going to be my future uh, autobiography <laughs> title. Can you buy like a, a few hundred thousand Dogecoin for like 10 bucks? Yeah, they're, well, they're, uh, one Dogecoin is equal to five cents. Really? They went oh, up no, that no, much? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I think it's like point. I think it's yeah. I think it's point five cents. Yeah. So or that's maybe, like. Let me let me let me look really quick. I don't want to, um, be wrong to our beautiful listeners here. So I've got them right here. Yes, it's point. Yeah, it says point zero five. So it's five cents. So that'd be two hundred Dogecoin for ten bucks. Uh, yeah. Two hundred shares. Yep. I own. Yep, and I own seventy of them. <clears throat> That's that's correct. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. People like so people are saying like we want it. We want it to get it up to a dollar. So if it was like point five, or you know, that's the first goal. That's so much. That's so yeah. far away. Think about that though. So I own seventy right now at five cents a piece. So if the, if it got up to a dollar, then that is oh fuck, that's a lot of math. So that's ninety five cents more. Uh, so a seven, times it by 20, whatever you have. Okay. Yeah. Times it by 20. So that's <clears> so that's like, a, I'd have a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have one, two, carry the three, a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry. It's, it's awesome. hard because all it, it's going up and down. Like as I'm looking at it. So numbers are going all over the place <laughs> right now. I'm going to use that as an excuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't wait. What else we got to talk about? Oh man, do you want to go to? We're already forty-five minutes in. Do you want to go to um, rapid fire and listener questions? We can we can knock out knock out city real quick. No pun intended. Just to like hey. mention it. Yeah, uh, knock out city open betas this weekend. It's an open crossplay beta, dodgeball <laughs> battle royale. Um, it looks super fun. Um, it looks like a lot of care is putting into it. Has gone into it. The first beta I heard went yeah. really well. Um, nothing but good reviews that, from what I've seen. It looks like one of those games that's just pure fun. You know, there's no murder in it. There's no nothing <clears throat> like that. It's just like cool, fun for the whole family. Intense, arcadey, good, mm-hmm. tight controls. It looks like one of those games anyone can jump into it. But then you're probably gonna see some fucking cracked out of their mind people. So like, <laughs> it, you know, it's around the whole game. It looks great. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm excited to experience. So when does that start for us? Friday. Friday. All right. We'll have time to talk about it next week. Yep. So that could be cool. Maybe, maybe one stream instead of apex and it takes two, it could be mm-hmm. knockout city and it takes two possibly. Or yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm oh. pretty, I think it's running three days. Um, you can, you guys can double check that, but I, I'm pretty sure it's just like just uh, this weekend thing. And then the release mm-hmm. date of the game is, is May 21st. So not too far. Oh, wow. Not too far. Okay. Nice little beta right now. Get all the kinks out. Um, all that good stuff. And then got about a month and a half after that. Back for Bloods in September now, they said? October. October? <laughs> October. What the? F- <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a good Halloween game, though. Yeah, it is. You're right. Um, but it's but yeah, let's so go. many months. I know. It's sad. Um, what kind of questions we got this week? We have some great questions. We have a yeah. first question from a new, they're not new in the community, but <clears throat> first question, V from the discord, shout out to V. He wants to know, they want to know, 
What keeps us motivated? Mm, you can go first. Right now, it, it kind of changes. Um, mm-hmm. But right now, the absolute number one thing that keeps me motivated is I, I need to own a house. Mm-hmm. I really, I mean, I know why, but I don't know why it's such a strong thing for me right now. It's like it maybe just to have like like more freedom maybe because then like mm-hmm. it's obviously going to be more expensive because right now I just have like with my apartment, I pay for rent, heat and electricity. That's it. So if you have the house, you also have water and trash and so many other bills on top of that. You have to, when something goes wrong, you have to take care of it yourself. I got to call a plumber <clears> or whatever. I might have to start mowing a lawn or something like that. But if I have There's a perks. house, dude, that's mm-hmm. so sick. I could play my drums again. Finally, I could, I can do anything I want and not have to worry about anything. So the neighbors and like, if you have it, once you get the house paid off, you only pay the property tax, which is 1% of it. Yeah. So it's like a hundred, 200 bucks a year. Yeah. So that's like, so it's so much better where I feel I'm giving these people $560 just in perpetuity for the rest of forever. You know, like I'm not paying mm-hmm. it off at all. It's just, they're charging me to not be homeless. So <laughs> like if I have a house, you actually can own a house and buy it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's just, that's what keeps me motivated is to not, is to own something like that. I feel that. Um, keeps you motivated i someone mentioned this and i don't remember who it was i think it was uh it was burnt potato shout out to burnt potato i think it was her where she said something like where i have a very grinder mentality Mm -hmm. uh where i don't i'm not satisfied until something's completed yeah so that's kind of how i treat you know this whole thing which the the kind of it's kind of a blessing and a curse but the content creation career can never be completed. Yeah, um, never. But it's kind of a blessing because I don't want there to be an end goal because end goals are great, but I still want there to be a tomorrow and something to look forward to and work for because um, then I feel like I have a purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I think the the funnest, the like most fun part about content creation is it makes me feel like I have a purpose uh, rather than just working for somebody else. And uh, I just like to, you know, accomplish. I like to I like to just grind out and or whatever you want to call it. I like to work towards a goal and, until I'm, you know, satisfied or I like to go against all odds. Like if something like someone I watched a TikTok literally yesterday and someone said, if you average over 15 viewers on Twitch, you're in the top 1%. Yeah. And that just put a lot of perspective on to where I'm at. And it was really cool to hear something like that. Cause a lot of, you always think there's more, you know, there's always more things you can do or you can do better. So just to hear that's a really cool thing to just appreciate where I'm at. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. There's literally hundreds of thousands of people that would crap if they woke up in the next stream, they got your numbers. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so thank you V for the question. Thank you V. Uh, next question comes from K dub. She asked six questions. So shout out to that, but we already answered. God. Yeah, we answered most of them already. So <laughs> we should go five. So, <laughs> <laughs> so please, that's a good one. Okay. Just five. I was going to go in order, but 
Oh yeah, we can we can do them all. We can go on. Okay, well we're go we're gonna skip a few. You know, you could you could check the yeah. backlog if you want to find out the other questions. But um, we kind of talk about this every now and then. But she wants to know if we're clean or messy people. Um, I used to be a messy person, and not in the fact where I was dirty, but just like unorganized. Yeah. And now it's a lot more effort, but I try my best to be a clean person in terms of like organizing my room, setup, like files on my computer, anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, hygiene always like if we're talking literally clean all hygiene's always been like my number one thing i like self-care you know like always trimming and in um grooming and staying clean you know mm-hmm. like i would i was the type of person that always like would have gum on me and lip balm or like what would you call it like chapstick yeah um so yeah i would say generally i'm a pretty clean person mm-hmm yeah about you? same um i've always been like that like with you with you mentioning like your computer and stuff um mm-hmm. when i got a laptop that really helped a lot where my laptop was like mm-hmm. i was just super organized everything is in folders everything is like labeled perfectly all mm-hmm. uh, my, my computer is now all that stuff um when i was a kid not so much like my my elementary school locker probably didn't look great yeah all that stuff mm-hmm. but as i got older definitely more organized and clean um, hygiene has always been there though. Um, getting my own place really helped. Like I kept my room yeah. kind of tidy, I guess, but getting my own place or my own apartment, at least, um, that helps a lot. I always make sure it's tidy. Um, mm-hmm. I think just having something of your own, like my first car, um, things like that. I always, if, when you own something, it really puts it into perspective of like, you got to yeah. treat this. So I kind of, it kind of made me appreciate more like my, how my dad and my stepdad would like, you know, take care of their house is I know for mm-hmm. a fact when I have a house, I want to make that, I want to make it look sparkly too. So I, right. I get that. Um. Okay, yeah, we can go to five. Kato's wants to know why I don't cry. So I'm going to preface this real quick. Mm-hmm. The reason that that's even a question is, um, I think we we're talking about it in the, in the Discord. I think it was in your I, stream. It was in your chat stream, I think. Yeah, it might have been in a stream as well. Chat. But growing up, I always had this like thing where I was like, dude, I've never seen Sean. I've never seen Sean cry. And I would always laugh. Like it was always like a running joke where I was like, dude, I just want to see you cry. Yeah. <laughs> we would always laugh about it. Cause that was like one of my goals as a kid is just to see him cry just mm-hmm. because I didn't know he had emotion or like, I, it's just like a random thing. Like everyone cries or human. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of became like a discord community meme. And it's funny that K Dubs ended up asking that. Yeah. So, that's kind of where it started. Yeah. Uh, so, mm. I, I, yeah, I guess to 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 validate all of it, I really, mm. I I honestly think in throughout my entire life, only one non-family member has ever seen me cry. Was it an ex? Yes. I was gonna say that's the only yeah. thing that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an obvious one, but yeah. Mm. Uh. I I don't know. Like I cry and things make me cry and it's not like it's been a decade since I've cried or anything, but it's just, I guess when things <laughs> like that happen, it just happens to not be around other people, I guess. Everyone in the discord is going to try to just be mean to you yeah. so they can see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're just going to belittle me to death. Oh my God. We're, I'm setting up, I'm setting up an among us lobby right now in the discord that I'm kind of scared to join that now. They're going to make me cry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess that's, I don't know. It's just never something that happened. I never cried in school. Like nothing ever really made me cry. I don't, I don't tear up in movies and stuff, but like things choke me up and everything. Uh, but 
it's usually not like sad stuff. Like I don't really get sad. You just from... don't let it out. You stop it from happening. No, like, I do the same thing. I don't like feel. I, I guess I don't know. Like, I never feel like I even need to make it stop from happening. Like if I'm watching a sad movie, like when was the last time a sad <laughs> movie made you cry? Like I just I, I don't. I'm, movies never made me cry. Yeah, exactly. Like and then when when like really bad things happen it's i guess i just been in a situation where or i've never been in a situation where someone was there with me i guess and don't like deaths make you cry like a family member yeah but like when i, I guess just like when i found out about it i was just by myself or well actually uh, to be honest the yeah. only close family i've only lost one close family member in my life or no that's mm-hmm. not true uh i guess two now yeah, I lost mm-hmm. my uh, I lost my grandma last year, and then mm-hmm. my grandpa maybe two years before that, and but yeah, I don't know. It's just pet like pets throughout the years. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, pet. For some reason, pets have hit me the hardest, um, especially like when they're Kiki, unexpected. Probably. Yeah, um, especially when they're unexpected. Like I, I did have yeah. one that was unexpected, so that was like the worst thing ever. And I had to go to work that who, day. Who was that? Uh, my white and gray cat, Gracie. Oh really? Yeah, I had to work that day too, and I still <laughs> yeah. went in, and because I called them and they're like, "It's it was it was like me and a manager closing, so it would have been just the manager there." And she was like, "You have to come in." So I came in, and I like walked in and walking to the back to like uh, put like take my jacket off or whatever. And she asked me, she's like, "How your cat? How's your cat?" And I just like shook my head no and just kept going. <laughs> and then, yeah. So she just mm. knew. And then like whenever like a customer would come in, like I try to put on like my customer service face still and try to like be like, "Hey, whatever, I'm here to sell you some CDs." But mm. if if I was like, "Hey, how's your day going?" and if they said good, how's yours? I would literally mm. say like, "I'm having a terrible day. I'm sorry." Like mm-hmm. just totally doing that. But I don't know. Just having mm-hmm. people just people don't see me cry. I guess dude that's uh, real quick the whole restaurant thing the way that managers act like they act like that fucking job is so important mm-hmm. and i hate that shit mm-hmm. like you have to come in dude i would just been like no fuck you i'm not coming in dude yeah. i want to i want to go to every restaurant and tell the manager to go fuck themselves i don't even care if they're a good or bad manager <laughs> dude i hate the restaurant business yeah there's so much bullshit that goes in on it mm-hmm Oh, it pisses me off because it just reminds you of my managers and how they'd always be like, no, you have to. And like, fuck you, dude. It ain't the end of the world. I'll walk out of this job right now. Mm-hmm. I think you uh, you might have also got extremely unlucky with your manager experience. I've had it seems to be infinitely I'm, worse than mine. Yeah. I've had so many bad managers, like every job. Yeah. Almost every job I've had is a dumb manager. Damn. Yep. Were they all, what, are they all in like a similar age range? Hmm. <clears throat> no. Oh, okay. There's like there was ones that were like 23 when I was like 18. There was ones that were like in their thir- 30s, and there's one that are like they're in their 50s. Yeah, because I've always had so. I've always had theories of managers that like crappy managers where they mm. either like two, two different theories. Of one, if like it could be they think that they're on top of the world because they have some power, they have a little bit of power if mm-hmm. they're like manager of a store. So then they they act crappy because of that, or if they realize like damn i'm like 45 or 50 or whatever and like this is my life like i became right. a manager of a place so i'm like it, i'm a crappy manager or i'm gonna act like a crappy manager because i'm sad or depressed or whatever mm-hmm. so like 
obviously that's not always the case, but I just, cause I've had a couple, I think a vast majority of my managers have been pretty good, but you know, you have some bad ones every now and then. So I just try to figure it out. Like, and then you hear obviously yeah. stories of bad managers too. It's weird because I feel like, I don't know what it is about this age range, but I feel like people in their thirties, like if you think back on, I don't know if it was the same for you in your childhood, but my parents were their most crazy or the most parents I've seen too, the most crazy and angry when they're in their thirties. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is about that age. Maybe it's just like midlife crisis type thing, but I feel like parents always chill out as they get older. Yeah. It might be more. Yeah. Third cause 30 cause twenties, you're still like considered young, right? Mm-hmm. If you're in your twenties, it's great. So yeah. you're not in your twenties anymore. And even though 30 isn't old, you're like closer you're like not 20 anymore you're 30 like it might be kind of scary like wherever i'm at in my life right now this might be it and then i do this for like 20 years before i retire and or Mm -hmm. i mean for our generation it's like you do it for 40 years and then you die but (laughs) so i don't know because i could see if i'm still in the same if i'm like 35 36 and i'm still in a pretty similar similar situation to what i am in now i could see myself getting like you know i'm not gonna turn into a crabby person but i'll probably be generally sadder yeah like damn i'm in but, my mid 30s and i'm still living like this yeah but that's not gonna happen so you don't have to worry about it and better now i got seven years it's literally literally impossible i wouldn't go that far it's possible unless you like unless some not you but unless someone got in an accident and it prevented them from working yeah or if you're just a lazy person i guess but that's me if you're if you're motivated then there's it's impossible yeah i'm motivated yeah. I'm physically lazy. I'm not mentally lazy, but I'm physically lazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the beauty about making music. Cause I can just sit on my computer all day. Yeah, dude. I was working on this song earlier of what you said something earlier that generated with, or vibes with me. It was like something like you're not satisfied until it's done or something like that. Dude, mm-hmm. I was working on this song earlier and I went through, I like 50 fucking instruments to try to make this melody <laughs> sound good and nothing was clicking. So then I was just like, fuck this bass line. It doesn't work with anything. So I exited out of that and I'm just trying to make all these things work. And eventually it just didn't work. So I just like fastest flick. I like headshot flicked somebody, the X button on the top, right? You know, the X to close out of the program. I <laughs> yeah. fucking flicked that. Like I was shroud and just backed out of there. And I was like, I'm done for today. <laughs> and just kind of <laughs> settled down get this out of here it, it wasn't working so I'll, I'll come back to it whenever i'm feeling should it. should have made an angry beat <laughs> <laughs> the, the worst part was i was trying to make like a chill lo-fi beat and I was just <laughs> yeah, r- like a happy-go-lucky beat <laughs> yeah i'm just, I'm just raging pissed. trying to make this super <laughs> nice keyboard melody i'm like yeah yelling at it yeah that's what makes me cry right there yeah man that was funny it's that shit sucked mm-hmm uh creative block as they call yeah. it all right so thank you kate oh and uh, are you i don't know why you tagged eros and you're quite she said are, are eros and i annoying i don't know why eros to go with you but no you guys aren't annoying they always ask that yeah you know what's annoying you asking that it's annoying <laughs> yeah. stop asking yeah people are self-conscious it's okay i am too <clears throat> yeah. um i feel like we had more i know for sure we had more um oh yeah so mm-hmm. becca Becca asked four questions and she said, I'm, I'm sorry in advance if these were previously answered and all four of them were previously answered. So mm. I'm sorry that we did answer them all, but Damn. yeah, we have answered your question, <clears throat> but thank you for the questions. You know, we think you're great. Mm-hmm. Uh, appreciate the questions. 
Um, hopefully you still enjoy the episode, even though we didn't answer any of your questions. <laughs> and I think that's it. So I have a couple rapid fires if you want to do those, or we can just wrap it up. Uh, we can do some rapid fire. I'm down. All right. <clears throat> um, I have three. I'm going to save this one for a rainy day. Uh, let's see. What small, specific thing has to stop? I'll let you go first because that's so specific. Yeah. Okay. Mine is people asking <clears throat> companies how many retweets for this for me to get this free thing. <laughs> Yeah. That has to stop. You know how, mm. dude, people that, you know how desperate and sad it makes you look to, to to DM a company how many retweets for a free computer or a free headset and then to take a picture mm. of it and then post it on your timeline and asking people to retweet it so you can get this free thing. Like, go earn that yeah. thing. Yeah. That, may, that looks so petty. Yeah. Don't do Asking that. Asking for shit. <clears throat> I hate it. Yeah. So that's my thing. That's a good one. Thank you. Um, <sighs> I would say... And it doesn't have to be like Twitter. It could be anything. <clears throat> that's the first thing I thought of because that's the that's the platform <laughs> that I have the biggest problem with. Yeah, that's why I wanted to make it small because it could be... You could say something <clears throat> like, you know, people like acting like shitty people or something like that. Like, I'm, I, want, I want you to try to think of something specific. Mm. I mean, this is going to make me sound like such a like bitter person, but there's so many things that bug me in the world. Yeah, that's okay. You're not um, alone in that. <clears throat> I hate... When, all right, one thing that really needs to stop... There's so... I guess... Let's see. I hate when... Um, People, I hate egos. I mean, we've talked about this before. Yeah. But it's it sucks when, like, somebody has an ego because the whole, like, streaming business is kind of, like, feeding your ego because you get followers, you get people supporting you, you get all these people saying nice things. Like, it's all positive. There is negative stuff, but there's not... You don't have people there that are like being real with you and just like telling you yo you gotta like chill like you're you're great and all but don't let it get to your head and i don't mm -hmm. think there's enough people that say that yeah um it's always just positive stuff and then if anyone says anything like critical then fuck them mm -hmm. um so it's really tough sometimes i guess because there's just so much in the stream business that has to do with like your value like Ludwig always tweets this it's really funny where he'll like hit a milestone like say 2 million followers and then he'll put in all caps bigger number better person <laughs> I love it that's awesome yeah it's one of my favorite things because he's just like making fun of like I mean that's what everyone treats the business like you know mm -hmm. like if if you're not you know obviously it's something you can notice it's fine to be like oh shit this person's like really doing it that's cool but don't like only respect people that have big numbers like yeah. respect everyone and you know give them people a chance like to to be human um but I, I don't know i just wish people would just kind of stop worrying about followers it's like what is somebody that has 50,000 followers going to really do for you you know you want to like yeah you can create a friendship and you know leech off of them i guess if it's like a fake friendship but like mm -hmm. What's, that's gonna get you fucked over in the end anyways like people that 
step all over others and use like use people a year later how many times have we seen somebody get exposed on twitter you know Too for much. like doing that and they used to be someone that just had so many impressions and they were like always on your timeline it's like now i see people that are always on my timeline i'm kind of eerie of them yeah i'm just like i don't know i might stay away from that person or like you hear one thing or you see one time where the like i i've seen people like on their tiktok accounts do really well and i see them stealing content mm -hmm. and doing like tacky stuff and i'm just like well that's gonna fuck you over let me mute your ass real quick yeah. so stay away from that train wreck um, in the future yeah, I thought of a really funny idea to do for YouTube that I don't think I'll ever do. Maybe someone might can do it and and take this idea, but it's going to be really tough. Um, I was going to create an Among Us lobby with all the people I've blocked on Twitter. <laughs> would that not be a banger of a video? Maybe. I mean, I guess it, but it, it, would, it could be good content, but it'd be really hard to watch. Yeah, like it, it's a it's a I think it'd be an amazing idea if I titled it right and it, ter it turned out well, but it'd be so toxic. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It it sounds good as an idea, but in execution. <laughs> yeah, but actually know, having to unblock everyone, message them and get them together. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine pitching that idea too. Like, yo, I fucking hated yeah. you enough to block your ass on Twitter, but do you want to be in this video with me and among us? I would be the person that would do it. <laughs> because I really don't care how like yeah. they feel. Yeah. As long as it's good content. <laughs> you can you can put that in your gravestone. <laughs> Yep. I don't care how you That'd feel. That'd be so funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> I already have like 10 people I know I could invite. Yeah. I would be, yeah, it'd be easy. like 100. Mm -hmm. I added a couple I yeah. added a couple phrases to the muted phrases list today. What'd you add? Mm, eh, I don't want to say. <laughs> I did add um how many retweets for. I did add that one. That's good. Uh, or no, it was just how many retweets. Um, do you have like a specific person that you get all your banned uh, phrases from or did no. you mute them already? Yeah, if it, no, if, if I get, if, if you're enough to where I actually notice that I'm banning phrases because of you, then you're blocked for sure already. But they're like a tool into like experience, helping better your Twitter I experience. Cause you, if, if I, if I just see it, if, if I see it <laughs> just like three or four times, I'm like, all right, this is the trend. It's gotta go. You should thank them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah it, it's usually it's usually because of like a retweet or a like or something like yeah. i've got my followers mm -hmm. down to like pretty good people that i'm glad i follow them all um mm -hmm. so it's usually like <laughs> if they happen to like or retweet something or whatever or like Dude, if i see the trending topic yeah <laughs> i just wanted to say i would love to see your mutant block list <laughs> <laughs> i'll show you i'll show you next time we hang out Okay. But yeah, because some of them, like, I, I don't want to just take a picture of it and post it because some things make <laughs> yeah. me look sketch or make, might make me look yeah. sus. But it's like, I just don't want to see that, you know? I don't want to get, I don't, yeah. don't want to go on Twitter to get mad. I want to go on Twitter to learn shit and maybe laugh mm -hmm. every now and then. So yep. I don't need to be seeing all this negative stuff all the time. I feel you. So if I have to block <laughs> something that looks like I hate a certain <laughs> something, then so be it. But it's just because I don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel you. all right the ne next question what are some major name brands that are actually great and i put a question mark and a period after that question because <laughs> you know me i've got this thing the most popular brand or thing is usually not the best thing but there of course are mm -hmm. some exceptions like for example if you go in the, uh, I'm in the audiophile world, you know, like I'm all into sound, high quality sound, all that good stuff. 
every respect, almost every single respectable sound person, a nerdy sound person on the internet, at least, maybe not celebrities, but they will tell you that Beats headphones are terrible. But I owned a pair of Beats by Dre headphones back when it was Beats by Dre. I owned a pair of those in college and I loved them. I thought they sounded fantastic. So I don't know how mm -hmm. they are now that Apple owns them and they're just Beats now. I don't know if they changed anything, but I think they were an amazing pair of headphones. Maybe a little overpriced. They were like 300 bucks. And since then, I've learned about like Sennheiser and Audio Technica and Bear Dynamic, which are just as good for a lot cheaper or better for cheaper. But mm -hmm. they still sounded amazing. They're good ass headphones. Yeah, I love them. Yeah. So would that be your answer to the question? Yeah. I, and then, you know, there could be a bunch. Um, there's so, there's yeah. actually a lot. But yeah, that's like the one that I think of the most. Mm hmm. Um, for me, I'd probably go more into like the clothing, um, just because that's what I've been looking at a lot more recently. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, I mean, with clothing, there's just it's such a universal thing because everyone has to wear clothes, and they're it's not really like audio, you know? Yeah, which audio is pretty universal, but a lot of people just stick with like Apple. Yeah, they'll just get like whatever. <clears throat> right, um, but with like clothing, um, you'll probably hear a lot of like. Uh, Express or mm -hmm. I think the shirt I'm wearing right now I got from Express actually. <clears throat> really? Maybe. Is either Express or H&M? Yeah, uh H&M is definitely a top. It used to be my number one brand of clothing recommendation, which is still kind I think it still is mm -hmm. in terms of like the combination of budget and style. Uh if you're like a if you're a guy that's really trying to up their style or girl and you're trying to find something you know you want to just dress nicer for say like a dinner or just like a nice it's like sporty casual or like you know it's not just like you're wearing sweats or like shorts like it has like you know all types of like kind of it's kind of dressy but it's not too like dressy yeah where it's like a men's warehouse you know <laughs> right <clears throat> um but it's really it, they have a lot of good trendy stuff and you can mix and match you know and it's really affordable so h&m's up there for me um old navy's another good one uh, and recently, I've been huge into ASOS. A S O S. Mm -hmm. I think that's how you say it. Mm -hmm. That's how um, I would say it, but I don't know. Yeah, and it's like some of the most in Forever Twenty One. Forever Twenty One is up there, but ASOS might be A S O S might be my number one clothing brand right now because not only do they have uh, like a lot of good stuff, but when you're like on the store, they have, even if you just go to like the men's jewelry, if you go to H&M, they have like a small selection. You can maybe find one or two things you like, but in ASOS, there is like pages and pages and pages of every like category. Mm -hmm. And not only that is like the selection huge, but it's like so creative. And so, you know, you can find your own style within it. And there's it's just like when I look through like a Forever 21 or H&M, I look for that one thing that sticks out to me. And I'm like, damn, like I would wear that because it looks really good and I want to buy it. Not just like it's a plain jacket or something. Yeah. Like I always look for the stuff that's like really unique. And with ASOS, like the entire store is like, damn, I've never seen anything like that anywhere. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's it's really exciting to like shop there. Uh, it's a little bit on the pricey side. It's not express prices because express you're paying like $70 for a shirt. Yeah. <clears throat> but ASOS is probably the middle ground between H&M and, uh, and express. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes you can find a really good deal for stuff. Uh, but yeah, dude, I've been, I'm we actually wearing the baseball Jersey that I got from it. And then I have some more stuff 
like a floral shirt and stuff. And the cool thing about that website is this isn't even an ad, but I just am so pumped about it. Um, the cool thing I really like that they do is, you know how you see like the model pictures of like what they're wearing and they'll have like the, the ad it will like show or the picture will show the shirt. It'll kind of like glorify the shirt, but then you see him wearing the outfit, like the pants and shoes and it just goes together. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just showing the shirt, but they obviously have to wear a full outfit. Well, if you click on it, it shows you like stuff you might like that's similar to it. And then it says buy the fit. So you can buy exactly what that model's wearing. That's really cool. Which is so cool yeah. because some a lot of the times it's hard to find like you'd be like, damn, that jacket's dope. Damn, I want those pants too. Mm-hmm. But you can't find them anywhere. Yeah. That's good. That's so, a really cool feature. Yeah. So I've been really loving ASOS and uh yeah, I think it's really tough. I think before this year it was really tough to find you know, a good clothing store, I would just really go to like Nike and, you know, like check out Macy's or just random places that I could physically, physically go to. But yeah, um, yeah, I think it's really cool to find like new brands and stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Nike, I think that'd be a good answer too. of like Nike is a big yep. major name brand, but they've got great stuff. Yeah. And they've really been diving into like the lifestyle a lot more. It's not just an athletic brand now. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, Nike's the the goat for me. Yeah, yeah. Like you give me you give me ten grand to spend on Nike. Um, <laughs> oh, man, I'm hyped, dude. Damn, I could easily spend ten grand on Nike stuff. Yeah, easily. Yep. Yeah, but no. that would be see that's that's like another crazy thing about being rich is like you do have the ability to do that. So you like yep. it's. The, the chance that you actually will, you know, like I remember watching maybe something like MTV cribs or just scenes, random stuff like that. And they just have so much stuff sometimes yeah. like a closet mm-hmm. full of like $500 shirts or whatever. Like, I don't, I feel like I'm not too like extravagant of a person, but if I, if I had like millions in the bank, I could definitely see myself going to Nike store and dropping thousands. Yeah, like just to have a bunch of new fits and just to look your absolute nicest all the time, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that about wraps up our show. Episode 77 mm-hmm. of the Chillin' for Our Lives podcast. Uh, we love you all if you stuck through this whole thing. Um, hope you guys uh, enjoyed. Hope you're looking forward to a lot of the things that we talked about today, like uh, Kong versus Godzilla, whatever that movie's actually yeah. called, Godzilla versus Kong. Probably be talking about that next week. Um, and we might have a guest, we might have, you know, we'll have a whole bunch of new topics for you, questions, all that good stuff, everything like we always do. Um, follow us on Twitter, subscribe Twitter, to the you, Apple review. Apple review. Yes. Leave a five-star review on Apple that helps us out a ton. We'll read your review and give you a shout out live on the podcast. So that would, yep. that's always fun to hear. We love reading those. Um, refer it to a friend too. Yes. Refer it to your friend. Tell your friend, tell your mom, tell everyone. It's fun to listen to. Yep. Give you guys something else to talk about and bond over. And it, help, it helps us grow, of course. So then the episodes can only be bigger and better. And mm-hmm. uh, subscribe to the YouTube. Subscribe and follow Mike on Twitch, twitch.tv slash electricity wave. Listen to my album going live on Spotify. Um, I have a new album coming out within the next month or two. Look forward to that. Be talking about it more as it rolls along. And that's it. Any last words? Thank you for listening to Chillin' for Our Lives.